Hey, welcome to the Good Game Report Podcast. Today we are joined by uh, me as always, uh, GG Nelly, my co-host GG Stav, and the man who is out to destroy me, Mr. Zombie. Mr. Zombie, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for being here tonight, um, and I, we are definitely going to spend some time getting to know you a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, but this has been a kind of interesting couple weeks since we uh, were last able to record, and just everything that is happening with Fortnite, everything that's happening in the streamer world, uh, and just a lot of uh, attention in video games right now. Um, I think right now could probably be the most popular video games have ever been, ever. Like, just in uh, the amount of news that's circling them. Uh so let's start with uh, something that we are all kind of familiar with, the uh, big drop to the new Fortnite season and some of the mechanics in that. Uh, Stav, what can you tell us about that? Never heard of the game. <laughs> all right. Uh, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, that's so so valid input. Um, how long has he been here? How, how do I take his job? You uh, can't have it. It's mine and I'm stealing it forever. Uh, Nelly, uh, I was so pumped for season 10 of Fortnite or season X as they're calling it. Uh, but they introduced this, uh, crazy thing. I don't know if Epic realizes it. So if you're listening, there's giant robots running around in your game that destroy everything. It's path. <gasps> uh, sorry, spoiler for anybody who hasn't, uh, played the uh, new season yet, but yes, they're out to ruin your fun. They're out to ruin your stream and they're out to ruin your KDR, which mine is already very low to begin with and i do not like it and i am upset so you know what's great about this guys is that i'm actually not like a super fortnite player i follow it i don't really keep up with all the latest news i played it when it came out the first couple seasons uh but so the best part is like every time i join fortnite again and i go into a multiplayer and i'm like oh what's different the last time i did that those those annoying turrets were new and then I just uninstalled it immediately. And then, <laughs> and the last time I, I I just went on to go check out Saves the World because I uh, believe it or not I was actually waiting for this game for Saves the World. I know it's crazy, um, but then I see these mechs and I'm like, can we have turrets back, please? Uh, I actually think for the first time turrets would be useful against these damn things because I don't know why the turrets ever put in the game in what like season five or something like that. But I like maybe they were made for this, and they were just like, "All right, we got to get rid of turrets now." Yeah, and then I don't know if you guys saw that exploit, and if it's still active right now about how you can fly the mech like across the map. Yeah, every everything that gets added into Fortnite, someone finds a way to break it, and they're just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna find the glitch for this new object, and I'm gonna turn it into Terminator on steroids." Essentially, what it is, it's like a flying helicopter that shoots twelve missiles at a time and kills you. Yeah, it's still so, funny like, to watch though. When everybody was saying, "Oh, the ballers are too good. We need to get rid of the ballers." Epic was like, "Yeah, they're right. We do need to get rid of the ballers. Let's uh, replace it with something slower, uh like a walking fortress that can shoot 12 missiles at a time and stop and kill somebody immediately." Balance <laughs> seems logical. I think that's their plan is they just keep putting out more OP stuff so that you just want the other stuff back. Guys, yeah, eventually we- they're just going to do it. If we can date back and remember, they removed double pump because it was too overpowering. They removed siphon because it wasn't fair gameplay. But no, the mech is the fairest gameplay of them all and is nowhere near 
as overpowering as the double pump or siphon on kill. No, it's the the mech is so ridiculous in my opinion. So ridiculous. I uh, I saw Valid I was point. watching uh what Mad Seventy play and he was in the mech and it, it looked like so much fun with you when he was playing because I didn't get a chance to play season X yet and then I hopped on uh just immediately hated the game turned it off and have not played in like three days because I was just like this is so stupid. I think they need to keep the max in the creative mode and or a custom uh, playlist, you know, just like uh, any other uh, ridiculous game mode in other games. You know, they have a separate playlist for it. So uh, do you guys, did any of you guys play with the, when the sword was in it, when they just dropped the sword on us, they were just like, here, here's a sword, go get it and kill everybody. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they pulled the Halo 2 on us. Whenever they like add these crazy things in, like someone's just sitting there in office, they're like, got it, sword that can kill everybody. And then it's like, Got it. Huge robot that can kill everybody. Uh, well, that person should be fired first off. But second, it's just like, just make your own game mode for this stuff. Like, why <laughs> is this going into public games? Like, just no. There should just be a huge sign on Fortnite's office wall that just says no. Like, right <laughs> next to him. So, like, whenever like someone comes up to idea, there can be one guy who's hired that just points to the sign. And it just says no right there in bold letters. <laughs> I feel like they just have a dartboard with a bunch of ridiculous stuff on and they just throw darts, and whichever one hits the most is what they go with. No, darts would be too overpowering and unfair. It's probably like the Nerf guns that have like the sticky things on the end, and they just <laughs> a shoot bunch that of around. Fans going. That, that's my guess. <laughs> oh my god! So speaking of things that jump, um, did we did we move on to Ninja news? Sure. Uh, Who, yeah. Who's that? Yeah, never never heard of him. But uh, what what do you got for us, Mister Zombie? You know, you've, we've all heard and seen of this popular blue-haired streamer known as Ninja. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. Um, but it appears that Microsoft came out of left field and plucked him, or he left Twitch, whichever, uh, however you want to cut that, um, and has gone over to Mixer, which is uh, a lot of has a lot of Twitch people asking, first, what's Mixer? And <laughs> second, why, is, why did Ninja go there? <laughs> Did you see that on the day he announced his move that it was the number one like app installed and it was the highest like Googled like thing on the internet that day? Oh, it just like crap, completely absolutely. owned. It was just like what is Mixer was the highest Google thing for that date. It was a well played plan by whoever thought of it. You know whether it was Ninja leaving Twitch and he came and he approached Microsoft. I don't think so, but whoever handles uh, Microsoft's marketing. Uh, needs a raise. That was a, a solid move. Yeah, I, so they, I, they the, Mixer initially came out to me and said, "Stop. We love what you're doing out there on Twitch, but we don't think you're getting enough respect from the Twitch community. Come to Mixer." And I said, "I don't know what Mixer is, man. I can't come over to you." Five minutes later, Ninja's doing a, a announcement <laughs> saying he's bringing his entire 500 subs, 500,000 subs over to Mixer. I was like, "I'm an idiot yeah. for this." Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> When I first saw and heard of Mixer, it was, and, and don't laugh because I'm being 100% serious, it was one of those, um, we'll just call them booby streams. Uh, I don't know how old some of our listeners are. And so I thought Mixer was just one of those like e-streaming things for girls and young ladies. And so I just kind of ignored it until I kept seeing it. Um, but then I guess Mixer is really popular amongst mobile gaming crowds because it's the only or one of the only apps that can natively handle and stream 
anything on your phone, like game, mobile games and stuff like that. So I guess that's where they were trying to capture that market. And so I'm really curious to see if Ninja is going to start playing some mobile games. Are they going to are they going to start paying him to rep some mobile? That, this has this news has Delhi written all over it. Dude loves mobile games. Loves uh, well, yeah. loves loves them. He's a supercell mobile uh, time lord, I guess. He he just all those supercell <laughs> games. He crushes those things. He he used to stream. I'm gonna have to connect with him because I play Clash Royale since launch, and I'm pretty up there in the rankings. <laughs> and I don't even have like a full de- deck, but I like to think it's one of the games I'm best at. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it's an interesting play. How do you guys think this is going to affect his fans and as well as the rest of the Twitch community? Is this good, bad? Uh, as far as uh, the Twitch community goes, I feel like it's not going to have a huge impact on Twitch, but it is going to have a huge impact on Mixer uh, because I feel like this is going to, instead of everybody just having twitch they're gonna it's gonna be like hulu and netflix kind of thing like yep everybody uh, i don't, I don't want to say this but like a lot of people i know have both hulu and netflix while they have a preference of one they can't deny that the other has some good shows that they want to watch uh so i feel like it's going to be like that kind of thing of like oh okay well i'm keeping mixer because you know ninja and maybe some other streamers are going to go over there but like twitch has all these like great streamers over here and all that um so i think that that is kind of going to be how this whole uh, thing goes in the future. And I think there's going to be a budding rivalry between Mixer and Twitch. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think they complement each other nicely, um, you know, very well. What about you, Steph? So, I, I, I uh, Nelly, I think that's a great comparison, uh, especially I, I, I went with the sports comparison at first. I said it was Nike and Under Armour when Under Armour kind of took that next step to get onto like the the main level with Nike, like now Under Armour and Nike are kind of one and two, I feel when it comes to sports apparel, especially shoes. Like you go out and you get a guy like Ninja for Mixer, which was equivalent to Under Armour going out and getting Tom Brady and Steph Curry. And you're like, okay, now I need to start paying attention, you know, to this second brand that where I was just getting Nikes before when it comes to shoes. And it, I think it's great for everybody. I think it's a win-win because now, People that were streaming on Mixer are kind of going to get a little audience that they're going to they're going to be watching Ninja stream. They're going to say, "I want to watch more Fortnite." They're going to go to the Fortnite channel and they're going to find someone that they never would have seen on Twitch. So yep. I think I think you're going to start seeing some uh, some of these names pop up and be like, "Who's this guy?" And be like, "Well, I've been streaming on Mixer for the past year." Oh, and that's or, why. I, that's why I never heard of him. And or supplementary to that, I think it's going to sort of uh, lower the tides so to speak. So with with the big whale that is Ninja leaving the Twitch ocean, uh, it allows more visibility for the other fish in the sea. Wow, that was such a beautiful metaphor. That came out of nowhere, guys. That was pretty pretty good. (laughs) But what I mean is, is that, like I said, you know, is like, I'm, I'm sick of seeing so many other streamers, especially new streamers that are hosting his channel. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I I don't like dislike Ninja. Like I I applaud him. He's doing exactly what he should do. But there's a lot of new streamers that throw throw his channel on their channel thinking that it's going to help them get views. And maybe it does. But at the end of the day, I, I'm on Twitch personally to find other creative streamers. I don't want to keep seeing the same blue-haired guy over and over again. 
So I think that's something that's going to happen. I, I actually, so, I, I was in the similar boat when I first started Twitch, probably close to a year ago. I, I never heard of it. And I saw that Ninja was popping off in this game that I started playing. So I started watching him and then started following, you know, his, his tiers below him that he was playing with. And that's, I, I watched him every day now because of it. Um, but I would host Ninja just off, just off the right away. Cause that's one of the only follows I had at the time. And then now I'm just like, I don't, these guys, I don't, they don't need the guys with two people that are watching my channel to watch Ninja. They already have all that. So right. and then I started finding all these other people. And I started interacting with these lower streamers. Those are the ones that should be supportive. And like you said, there's going to be 60,000 people a day that aren't on Twitch anymore. They're going to they're gonna have to watch something. So maybe you get one guy a month that used to watch Ninja that somehow finds this X streamer. That's the ex that, that one person watching Twitch never would have seen him before. Yeah, so absolutely. it opens up a huge window or door for these up and coming streamers like Gigi Sub. <laughs> Thanks, Nelly, um, to get well, potential viewers. And I'm just gonna throw this out there: if you were a Twitch Prime sub to Ninja, I will take your Twitch Prime sub. I'm willing and open for your Twitch Prime sub. <laughs> you know, and that's uh, another talking point real quickly uh, is the Twitch Prime subs. So that's a, that brings a lot of uh, a, a lot of subscribers back into the pool for Twitch, especially if like what you're saying, you know, if people start using it supplementary, they're still going to be on Twitch. They're still going to put that Prime sub somewhere. So I think that's another benefit. And then the last point I have on this talking point is what is Microsoft going to do next? Are they going to recruit PewDiePie from YouTube? Are they going to so, pull some of YouTube's fan base? <laughs> here's my thing about this move is one thing that uh, PlayStation in this current generation of console always had over Microsoft is the fact that you can stream from your PlayStation directly onto Twitch. Um, and, you know, Mixer tried this and it flopped really hard in the beginning. Uh, you know, it was just one of those features that everybody on Xbox was like, ah, well, I really wish I could stream on Twitch. And I think that that's going to be something that changes with this move. I think a lot of people are going to um, kind of flock, not flock, uh, but experiment and dabble with this new platform. And then, uh, you know, one thing about this platform is it has this really fun mechanic that you can use of like when you're engaging with somebody uh, in their stream and like you're leaving comments and all this stuff, it gives you like a level system and you can like see your level go up as you're like leaving these comments and like people like your comments and all that, uh, which is kind of a fun thing to like get that feedback from other people and from the streamer and all that. Uh, Cause to be honest, the only time I've ever uh, gone on mixers to watch my friend Matt and uh, his girlfriend play freaking scary games. So, uh, but as in where is it going to go uh, next step for all this? I think that really depends on this next generation of console, because if mixer gets to a level where it's popular enough, uh, I think that might be a deciding factor on the next generation of console buys uh, with the PlayStation five coming out. And I'm assuming Xbox not too long after that. So the, my, the next, and this is just my, my final take on, on mixer real quick. Um, I think they're going to go after that YouTube audience because I don't think the YouTube streaming option is as strong as Twitch. Um, so if Mixer can kind of catapult over YouTube, 
I think that's going to be their game plan. Instead of plugging away from Twitch, yes, they got the top guy, but there's still so many guys that are right under Ninja's level and Twitch, if you guys know what I'm talking about, that are still going to cover Ninja's views and, and his pull kind of in that facility. But if you get yeah. the people who are strictly YouTube, you can completely cut out YouTube streaming. Which would be a huge win for Mixer if they if they were able to do that. Uh, I know a guy like uh, Marcel. Basically, I do work. He's strictly YouTube. So I wonder if they go down that avenue of getting those types of streamers to Mixer to eliminate a a, a closer opponent. I would call it uh, that. That would be my play if I were Mixer. Eliminate the guy who's in front of me rather than the guy up top. Yeah, um, I, th- I think this was like kind of testing the waters. And now that they saw this great success, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer move for whoever pitched this idea. And I think we're going to see more of this happening. And then uh, also real quick, so, so I looked this up the other day when this thing came out for people who haven't gone on to Mixer yet. It is a very clean broadcast. I was watching one of Ninja streams on Saturday uh, and I, I enjoyed watching it. It was very clean, very smooth. I liked the way the chat looked and everything. Uh, they use embers as opposed to bits. Essentially the same thing. It's just their currency versus Mixer's currency or Twitch's currency. Uh, the one thing I did notice that the big difference is subscriptions are $7.99 as opposed to Twitch's, which are $4.99 and $5.99 on mobile. So that's I wonder if that um, subscription number is going to come down maybe on Mixer as they grow. Because $8 a subscription is a lot different than five dollars and six dollars per twitch so uh i thought that was pretty interesting when i looked up what the big difference is between the two hmm. that is interesting i wonder if that comes with any other benefits like how um what is it uh, spotify partnered with hulu for a moment there yep uh yeah so i mean i think this is something that we are definitely going to talk on again in the nearest future maybe like a month or two down the line see like where it's at what's going on um, but I, you know, I think for right now it's good enough just to kind of move on from speculating of what's going to happen and uh, celebrate something new that uh, we do have right here, and that is Mr. Zombie. Sure. Uh, you've been uh, associated with Good Game Report for a while now, uh, right? Like, how long have you kind of been yeah. talking with us? Uh, for geez, I mean, it has to be close to a year. I mean, it wasn't long after I started my account and I started my account a little over a year ago on Instagram, that is. And then, uh, don't even remember how we found each other, to be honest. I think he commented like that, messaged me maybe. Uh, we just went back and forth and, you know, you just hit it off with certain people in chat and we had similar goals. So I'm a work together type of person and we kept in contact. Yeah. And, you know, we're, super happy to have you with us um you know we're always loving people that are engaged and uh talented uh within the good game report and that's you uh because i know that you've dropped some uh music for us that i listened to once and it it banged pretty hard gonna be honest uh (laughs) you're so hip you're so hip man it banged really bang good (laughs) hey start calling me Vinny. uh but slap of the bass uh, Stop base, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, tell us like kind of where you uh, are coming from in the whole video game world. What's your sure kind of history in this, and like why are you here? Absolutely. So 
Uh, lifetime gamer. Been a gamer since as early as I can remember. My earliest memory is playing the original Super Mario Brothers on oh. original Nintendo uh, in nice, some nice. alley, and then uh, walking across the street to a Seven Eleven to buy Chico sticks with a friend of mine at, <laughs> at four years old, like which is kind of crazy. <laughs> Um, but then after that, I guess you could say video games have always been my escape. You know, as many people have their their thing that takes them out and de-stresses them. And between that and, you know, making music, those have always been my two main focuses. Um, however, I grew up in that tricky little time frame where the Internet was still sort of new, not necessarily in everybody's house. And so I didn't grow up with uh, the ability to uh, be a PC gamer or anything like that. I was a console gamer. Uh, most of my life until nine years ago now that I switched over to PC. Um, but I didn't have internet or anything. So I wasn't like scouring forums or anything else that some other kids my age were doing. Um, nor was I working on trying to be a creative and, and you know, things like that because like it just wasn't something I had really known about at that time frame. The, what uh, happened is, it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I can relate to that entirely. You know, uh, I just turned 31 last month. Uh, and I remember my first connection to online gaming. I was running a uh, HDMI cord or uh, an Ethernet cable from my downstairs router. It was a 100-foot uh, Ethernet cable <laughs> that I had to run from my router downstairs, which was AOL, up to, my, up to my room to play Madden online. And if someone called, I flipped out at my parents. <laughs> what are you doing? I was in the middle of a game. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about, like, you're just oh my god yeah you're just like outside of when you know lives existed with full internet and then like you got in and then you're just like all right well i've been playing console for 15 years now um what's this computer stuff you guys are talking about on us <laughs> well then not only that but then on top of that like i had i have two girls and i have a fiance and i have spent uh the, the last 12 years up until march i've spent in the insurance the corporate insurance world for working for some of the top 10 insurance companies in the country and it is not something that a creative funny individual like myself um you would think sells insurance <laughs> and uh it was just an accident fell into it got stuck there um in march i got let go um and by a company i had just started a job that's a story all of its own but basically <laughs> i got let go but you know something some part of me felt like it was like meant to happen like i wasn't like somebody didn't want me there like i'm not a big spiritual person but uh it just felt like this would be one of those things i would tell a story about like that's when i changed my life um so i decided to uh do the things that i'm passionate about so i started djing weddings on the weekend uh working my way towards being a full-time like dj like the main dj that gets awesome. all the money uh, and then that frees up time during the week for me to spend time with my kids and focus on the creative stuff and be active with helping GG report. That's that's great. Uh, I just want to you, you touched on you know what kind of got you to this point and all that. Um, what are some of your like your goals now with this? You, you're saying you you want to go out and DJ you know essentially full time. And then uh, I, I've seen it a couple times on the main page on Twitch. People just DJ, and it's just like they're throwing on a concert for, you know, a couple thousand people. Uh, is is this anything like you plan to do with like your setup? You just DJ like you're DJing <laughs> a wedding. Uh, it was actually pretty sweet. The guy was playing as Nelly would call it, bangers. And, uh, <laughs> I ended up watching for ten minutes, and I, I was I was very you know impressed at the entire thing. 
So I'm, I'm glad you asked, because what I would like to do is incorporate some of my own individual mixing. I have a wide music taste. Um, I thought about doing a wedding live stream, um, but I think I might just save that, that type of content for things on my Instagram or something, because um, basically the same songs are played at a wedding for the most part, um, the same 200 songs. And it's not necessarily the most entertaining live stream and, until you got to like maybe the dance part where the bangers are all played together. Um, mm-hmm. But that would be like a small clip. So I don't think it would be worth doing a live stream for, but I might, I would definitely upload those clips to my Twitch channel or something like that. Um, but you guys are going to love this. The reason, so I started streaming. And if you look at my channel, I was streaming, you know, semi consistently. I had a part time schedule for a minute. Um, but I wasn't able to deliver the type of quality that I knew I was capable of. And I felt like that wasn't good for my viewers. And so what my true goal is and what I will do when I do start streaming again is I plan to stream entirely in black and white zombie makeup every time. That's hardcore. Yep, I'm in. So I need to have a space like because right now my setup's in my my bedroom uh, due to other complex reasons. Um, but I need to be able to move it to a setup where I can have the green screen set up and all that other cool stuff. So that'll, those are my plans. Uh, but for now, I'm here to help other streamers because uh, we've all got a lot of different projects on our plate. So until my schedule kind of clears up with the other projects I'm working on, I'm just going to focus on growing this group and gaming with other gamers. I, I, I love the that, that approach, you know, like I, when I first started uh, streaming on PlayStation, uh, just about. I think I hit my year anniversary streaming about a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was just sitting in a chair in like my apartment living room. And I have then moved into a new apartment that has a second bedroom. Uh, I live by myself. So the second bedroom has turned into my stream room that people are now seeing. And I kind of built an identity behind me with my softball posters, you know, a couple games that I love. Um, and I think that's huge that you can build a personality on your stream because I think that connects to viewers better than just sitting at a blank um, like room behind you. It's just like, all right, there's a uh, non-painted wall um, just sitting behind me. Oh, okay, this guy's playing video games. No, add some life, add some pizzazz. Exactly. So when when you take that approach of you know of building your personality and you're saying this isn't me, this is what I want it to be. I want to have. My face painted. I want people to recognize this is me. Come with me and hang out. Let's let's play some games. Let's talk. Let's right. have fun. Um, I love that approach going forward. Absolutely. For you. But you know what else? I you know what I want to say about that though is I don't want that to discourage any other streamers from starting to begin with. Um, because what I mean when I say that, is, as you guys know, is that I have a lot of creative skills as far as music editing, some visual effects stuff, and um, you know, lots of other creative things. But I don't want to discourage somebody else from saying like, oh, I need to, it needs to be really great. Like it doesn't need to be really great. It just needs to be good. And you need to be consistent with updating the quality of your stream. Agreed. I, but my goal was, you know, start out, kind of get used to it, uh, move into like a, in three months, look back, see what I can do better. I made some small adjustments in my old apartment. Uh, I switched rooms that had a little more back on it. And then I made another goal, you know, in three months. All right, I want to have, you know, this behind me and this. Uh, get a PC, got a PC. So a year from now, if you watch my first stream compared to right now, I mean, it's it's night and day, you know, because I, I set those goals. All right, in three months, I'm going to come back to, um, you know, a, a whiteboard and see, okay, I hit my goal. I hit this goal. All right, what's next? Move on to the next one. 
Exactly, exactly, and that's what you got to do if you're taking if you're trying to take streaming seriously, which not everybody not everybody is. Some people just do it for fun, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, but other than that, obviously, I enjoy playing anything and everything with zombies. Um, that doesn't mean I like them all. So there's actually some popular zombie games that a lot of people ask if I like that I don't like. Um, like what? Glad you asked, Nelly. <laughs> um, Left for Dead. I don't like Left 4 Dead. Now, okay. the common thing... Is, now, I, I will say this. I've never tried it with mods because when I played Left 4 Dead, I was still a console player. So perhaps that could change my mind. But my biggest caveat with that game was it was too button mashy. There was no customizable weapons. It, it just wasn't fun for me, like outside of the multiplayer. Like, it just wasn't that great. Um, other than that... Uh, a, a sleeper hit that I think people will be surprised that I'm a huge fan of, maybe, um, is Dead Island. Dead Island was probably one oh. of my favorite zombie games of all time. Was it glitchy? Did it launch bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean it's not beautiful. And I think one thing that gets glossed over in that game, um, actually, it's seen in, uh, what's, the one, what's the other one? The one, man, I think being the zombie expert, I would know, the, the other zombie game that's made by them. Oh, I don't even know who makes that one. Oh man, it's real popular. Jesus, it's uh, um, I got it here in my library. Uh, shoot, it's gonna really bother. Dead, dying light. Dying light. There you go. That's it. So dying light. Um, dying so the light. Thing, something that people might not know that was that was started in the Dead Island game was their decay system. Like when you hit the zombies, like depending on if you were using a blade or a blunt weapon, would depend on the would change the type of damage you did. And you could even cut arms like down to the bone. It was pretty cool. Um, I had over 400 hours in that game, and I didn't even play those online with anybody. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's a lot of hours for any game, dude. But currently, I'm a social gamer. I'll play just about any game with anybody, except for sports games. And as long as Preach. you're not a super uber professional at it, um, or you don't mind carrying a pleb, um, I'm down to play whatever. But lately, I've been playing... Uh, I checked out Paladins for the first time. Uh, looking for some people to play that with if they play that. Um, oh man, add me after this. <laughs> I spent two years playing Smite. Uh, got pretty serious yeah. about that. Oh boy, um, Nelly's Nelly's getting all jacked up over there. Every word uh -oh. you're saying right now is just right up his alley. <laughs> Lastly, my um, my third game that I'm really into right now is Dota Underlords. You guys know about this? Never heard of it. Oh my. God. Got nothing on um, that. I got nothing on that. You'll have to check it out. But it's this new up and rising genre of game, I guess you could say, called Auto Chess. It started as a Dota 2 uh, mod, community mod that was called Auto Chess. Valve ripped it and released it as Dota Underlords. So Valve came out of nowhere and released this, and it's so much better than the mod. Um, but it's really good. It's also available on mobile, and all of your information carries between your Steam account and your mobile account. And it's nothing like a uh, it's nothing like a traditional MOBA at all. It's more it's almost all strategy. Oh man, what's the game? Uh, so, shoot, what was that game that just came out? The zombie one that I was streaming for a while. Uh, the PlayStation with, Four one. Yeah, with the motorcycle. Oh, uh, that's see, that's on my wish list, and I have I own a PlayStation Four, but I've abandoned console. So <laughs> days when gone. that game, yes, days gone. I've been watching that game, and boy, does it look fun. And yes, I see the critics, but screw them. Oh, I I <laughs> loved that game. Like I think the story for the game started off 
kind of weak, but it gets so much better, and the game was amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I was watching Nelly play that, and there was some points that uh, didn't look too fun when you were just running away from a thousand uh, zombies. Um, but ultimately, I, I thought that game looked really sweet, and if I was still playing PlayStation, I probably would have gotten it. Yeah, uh, that that one is a highly recommend for the uh, zombie fan, uh, which I I'm also a big uh, zombie game fan, uh, or any horror game in general. But uh, yeah, that one was a good one, and it had a lot of uh, good twists in it, especially near the very end. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so we did have a couple uh, other random questions that we needed to ask. Uh, so first off, you said that uh, one of the first games that you remember playing was Super Mario. Uh, have you ever played Super Monkey Ball, and how do you feel about it? God, every oh time. my gosh! Every time. <laughs> wow, uh, what a throwback! Uh, and you're probably going to be surprised by my answer, but yes, I used to love that game. Oh God! I think I played it on uh, Dreamcast. Didn't wasn't that on Dreamcast? Uh, I, uh, I nobody it knows on... because nobody's ever played this game before. <laughs> It's insane. This, this isn't Stop. a real game. It's not a real game. <laughs> Stop. It's 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 coming again. It's gonna be on Switch here soon. Uh, no way. Oh yeah, Yahweh. For any any future guests on the show, when Nelly asks about Super Monkey Ball, just say nope, doesn't exist, and then that way we can just move on about this fake game that he created in his mind that he oh, probably told games. Zombie about before the <laughs> podcast started. So they yeah, had this totally. entire thing just to aggravate Stav. Stav, this is an inside job. False flag operation. If anybody ever says no on the podcast, I'm going to copy and paste Mr. Zombie's answer in their stead. Nope. Just like, oh, yeah, I used to love that game. We're deleting this question from the podcast. <laughs> you said it was uh, important or random. I guess you did say random. Stav, do you have a, a question for Yes, zombies? I have a real question about real-life events that are based on fact and truth. Is water wet? <laughs> That's actually a very decent Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I want to know, since these are very real things, what your favorite zombie movie is. Oh, oh man. How, I, how much more time do we have? Do, like, do you guys give me it? Give me a, a top three recommended. All right, how about this? I'll give you I'll give you three classics that I love hands down. Uh the original Night of the Living Dead, hands down. Um The Dawn of the Dead remake. I actually really like the remake. Uh oh. the original stands on its own two feet obviously, but the remake gets extra credit for the soundtrack. Love it. Okay. Um thirdly, going to have to go with a comedy movie here. Going to have to go with Shaun of the Dead. Oh Gar. yes. Love it. By far the best zomcom out there hands down there's other good ones out there don't get me wrong but that's it um but i do have some solid recommendations for newer zombie movies to check out let's hear it life after beth which i believe was on netflix and stars aubrey plaza uh from parks and Rec. if you love her you're gonna love this movie i give them credit for some of the original zombie uh traits that they have in there it is definitely uh unique and i like that i like that they that they did their own thing with um, some solid actors in there also. Very, very funny. Um, but if we want to go opposite of that, then we've got Last Train to Busan, which is like spelled B-U-C-S-A-N. Uh, this is a Japanese movie, I think. I'm sorry I didn't fact check or look this up yet. Um, it was recommended. I think it's Korean. Me. 
It's all in it right. subtitles. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but it is all in subtitles, so if that's not your jam, you're probably not going to dig it. But I will have to say that it is probably one of the best zombie movies I've seen lately. Um, it, is it involves a train, obviously, but it is not as boring as that might sound. There's a lot going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in uh, a couple of my favorites. It's actually just just one, but there was three movies. Uh, so I'm really into terrible movies, like just <gasps> awful, awful movies. Um, and Dead Snow, the zombie movie. I don't know if you've yes. seen it. It was yes. hilarious to me. I don't know why, but yeah. I was like. This is funny, but at the same time, just awesome because there was just so much chaos going on from like start to end. And they didn't just Dude. make they didn't make one; they made two. No, they didn't just make two; they made three of them. So I was all jacked up when they all came out the Netflix probably two three years ago, and I watched all of them in one day, and I had an absolute blast. I hope it turns into a Sharknado type of thing, and we get thirteen of them. It'd be oh, so please. great. Um, please. But yeah, I mean, other than those movies, um, I, I mean, anything and everything zombie related, uh, obviously The Walking Dead. But, you know, I, what I, when I say I love zombies, I always make a point to say pre-Walking Dead, uh, because I feel like once that show came out, there's, all, there's a lot of people that came out of the woodworks yeah, claiming to noobs, love zombies. Noobs over there. I can't, I can't but see anyways, the zombie we're, we clearly have some solid movie choices that we both like, so we're going to have to do the original uh, Night of the Living Dead stream, because we can stream that. It's not copyright protected, so we can stream that on Twitch, and I've got a lot of facts that we can go over about that, maybe sure. sometime around Halloween. Yeah. Right. Well, I think uh, that would be a fun episode idea, and uh, for around Halloween, go like all horror-related. Yeah, absolutely. I have one more zombie-related question that I have to ask a zombie expert. All right. Fantastic. We do it real quick. You can take five seconds to answer, but I need it in five seconds. Favorite Rob Zombie movie? Go. House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, that's such a noob. Devil's Rejects. <laughs> I'm the noob. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Smile out. Uh, Were we just best friends? Are we now mortal enemies? <laughs> No, he already hated you because you said you liked Super Monkey Ball. So, yeah, all this part, all that we're talking about right here, isn't getting aired. Newsflash, everybody! As soon as Super Monkey Ball came in, we wrapped it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Mr. Zombie, uh, at the end of each episode, we uh, do a section of personal plugs where you can plug something that we're personally working on, whether it's a stream, music. Uh, anything all the way down to you're making a wood chair in a wood shop. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug on the podcast? Sure. Uh, as always, uh, check me out on Instagram. I don't post streaming content of mine. I only post some of the other popular gaming stuff, memes, zombie stuff, gaming clips, etc. So that's at Mr. Zombie with three eyes, and the E is still in there as well. People often ask me if there's still an E in it. Um, and in woodworking, uh, some of you saw I'm working on my Walking Dead acoustic guitar, but that's about as close as I can get to. Oh, I, I, I you're the first person to actually go the woodworking route. Wow, man. Wow, that no. Uh, I think it's been mentioned every week by people plugging. They talk about their their woodworking. This is actually a woodworking podcast. We just get off track every time. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's the good grain report. <laughs> That's legit. 
<laughs> next week on the Good Grain Report. <laughs> Cedar, uh, can you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, there's this great birch tree right outside my window. That <laughs> Shout out to this birch tree just out here doing it. Uh, 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 but <laughs> serious this. Uh, I just want to shout out Mixer for kind of switching up. We touched on it in our in our podcast, but shout out to them for just you know putting another option out there. Uh, if you haven't downloaded the app, just go do it because you might find someone that you end up falling in love with uh, as a gamer. So any love that can be spread across the gaming community, I'm all about. Uh, I've been a huge advocate of Twitch and just people supporting each other. So if you know someone that's switching over to Mixer uh, that you've been following, don't just you know, X amount saying, I'm not going to go over to Mixer. Follow them over, have two accounts, watch the person that you watch from Twitch on Mixer, and then, you know, just, just use both and support everybody. Um, it's There's no reason for this to be uh, an issue between anybody. Love love all the gamers, love gaming, uh, and just support one another. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, and for me, uh, I'm going to be plugging a series of streams that I've been doing. Uh, I've been calling them After Dark Streams, uh, where what I'm doing is I'm playing through a horror game called Deadwood. Uh, shout out back to the wood thing. Um, <laughs> cedar uh, everywhere. It's scary. Well, there's no cedar. That's what's scary about it. It's just oh all. My God. It's just all pine. <laughs> Um, but I'm playing the series called Deadwood, where every hour on the hour, I read a horror story that I find from Reddit, giving credit to the creator, obviously. Um, and you know, it's been fun. It's, uh, it's something that I love doing because I'm a big fan of the horror genre. Uh, I love playing scary games, even though if you look at any of my streams, you're going to be like, wow, this guy has no business playing a scary game. <laughs> he like is petrified. He might die. Um, but it's great. I'm f- having fun doing it. I think it's a fun stream to watch because you get to hear me basically cry for three hours and read a scary story intermittently. What time do um, you do this? So I don't start till after 11, but uh, I'm taking a break from it because I'm working 13 hour days right now. So gotcha. it's way yeah. past my bedtime. 11 o'clock. Sweet. Jeez. Yeah. Just as soon as you're done with your stream, just link it right to mine. And uh, <laughs> no, uh, so Outside of that, uh, I, I want to, as always, plug the Good Game Report. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you might already know who we are or where to find us. If not, uh, you know, you can find this podcast in on Spotify, Instagram, or not Instagram, iTunes, uh, and pretty much anywhere else that you get your podcast. But follow the Good Game Report on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, what's that new one? Tumblr. <laughs> do we have a tumblr or a pinterest we have we I think can. Both pinterest we have a pinterest and it's it's actually our probably our most successful thing we have is it really <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah, got, it gets like uh probably like 300k views like like nothing oh man i i guess i need to get on pinterest uh but yeah, uh but um lastly you're forgetting the most important one our sweet super cool discord that we're working on that maybe we'll have invites for someday yeah <laughs> The first, the first one didn't work out too well, uh, and I think the person that created it isn't like really around anymore, so we can't invite anybody to it. Uh, so, 
you can also follow us on Twitch. Uh, but most importantly, uh, actually, is check out our website. Uh, it's currently the URL is uh, write this down. GGWP report.com. Uh, I think we are working on tr- uh, changing that, but uh, go check us out. I'll uh, put a link in the episode description. Uh, I just pop into random people's streams sometimes, just link it. Uh, that's not true. I don't do that. But uh, no, please go check out our <laughs> website. Uh, we have a bunch of great writers that put out a bunch of great content. Uh, some of it is just factual pieces about what's going on in the gaming world, some of them are opinion pieces. Uh, so you can hear one person's opinion on a game if uh, that's something you're interested in. Uh, so please go check us out on our various social media platforms uh, on whichever one you are privy to. Um, and thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate every view we get. Uh, we're trying to work out a more consistent schedule. Just we're all really crazy in life right now. Um, and thank you so much and have a great game. You're-